I had an ad here for Audible, and it was for 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 an audiobook with the title "Viva la Vagina." Oh, is that cool? Viva! I don't know what Audible is trying to. Oh, it's back. Yeah, it's it's to get your vagina a PhD. It says, it says, "Viva la Vagina!" Everything about the female sex. That doesn't sound problematic. Mm, that's not. <laughs> good yeah. <laughs> um it is to be fair it's in german so it's like the german word word uh geschlecht which can be like sex or gender but either way it's okay. bad like if it's like if it says the female gender is if you have a vagina that's like even worse so i don't even want to st- want to uh, think about that being yeah. female is having an organ yeah look that's feminism. any any okay. organ women you are your reproductive <laughs> organs <laughs> no, it's, it's just that having an organ if you have an organ then yeah if you have a lung i'm sorry well, <laughs> fellas having lungs are some gay shit yeah. that's true what are you gonna I've breathe in those i mean you're literally <laughs> breathing in the air that your bros are breathing out so that's disgusting yeah, at least we're not italian yeah, speaking of Italians and homophobia, the Pope must have got wind of what we did to him in Hartsfeld because the Vatican has just said that they will not sanction gay marriages. So that's our fault, I think. This, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought I thought that because of Destiel, um, the Pope would have come round. Yeah. But unfortunately... Yeah, we did, no. did an entire bit about that and now that aged like milk. Yeah, mm. I can't believe I made a whole animated video about it, and now oh it's my god, ruined. you did! Now it's cancelled. Now you're gonna have <laughs> to remove it from the internet. We're not. Uh, what is that? Because what's his name talked about Wincest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Misha Collins mentioned Wincest, and the Pope was like, "Fuck, uh, no more." I am saying no. Gay I do think it's actually. it's both far. funny how how that tweet was bad according to his fans because he mentioned Winces like that was the problematic part and not that he was like joshing around with Amazon like at at a time in history where like Amazon's working conditions are like even more under scrutiny (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) no it's cool that's fine if I if I had less dignity than I have even less how is your if i if i had no self-respect i would have uh commented something like hey misha do you think amazon workers should unionize just just random question just Um, asking just asking Mm. but Mm. yeah no the problematic part was that he mentioned winces um and an underrated aspect of that tweet though like obviously the winces part is not the (laughs) Less problematic, but the, but it was pretty funny that he was like making a joke about how oh Amazon you love to do shipping, that's one of your main areas of expertise. Pretty Are you funny. more of a Dean Cass guy or more of a Winchest guy? What's what's your favorite chip? And it's pretty funny how like apparently Misha Collins still considers like uh, Destiel like basically the same kind in the same kind of ballpark as Winchest like. <laughs> I, I, mean, I find it very hard to believe that he was genuine about uh, about how oh Destiel is real now. We had it confirmed. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was just asking their opinion. You know, I mean, you can ship like a cannon, a cannon ship. You know, it's possible. Look, um, the, the um, I for one welcome this because we have been dealing with this thing of like jokey brands on Twitter being yeah, like, yeah. laughing about stuff with the. 
the fucking like marmite what was it there's some like there was some like marmite thing where you were supposed to laugh and like everyone was like all the brands were like this is terrible including people like the idf <laughs> mm-hmm. like oh my favorite brand. brand. <laughs> uh-huh. so don't, we're going to deploy our best uh, child snipers. That's snipers for shooting children, um, <laughs> not, not not children who are snipers. Uh, no. to, to to massacre wheat wheat uh, marmite wheatabix something like that. I don't know what it was. <laughs> okay. Oh yes, I didn't finish that thought. Um, and <laughs> there was a lot of. Words I welcome. There. I welcome this. Uh, uh huh. Because we need some. We need the world's like most disconnected man, Misha Collins, mm. uh, to just like accidentally wreck uh, one of the largest company in the world's uh, media presence by mentioning incest slash fiction. fiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he's uh, woke for doing this. Uh, I was. Praxis. Um, I was, That's what it is. <laughs> I was listening to the A Lab episode about um, the Omegaverse lawsuit. It's just fucking wild. I did think it was funny, though, because that was so big. That was, like, a huge thing that everyone heard about because it was about, like, copywriting the Omegaverse. But also, she only Mm. had, like, $70,000 from it. And I'm like, damn, this is nothing like Bella Forest. That's way much more... (laughs) There's way much more money involved in our um, secret case. Um, Yeah. We're working in the wealthy neck of the woods. Yeah. Yeah, You could put down a deposit on an extremely small house in a very cheap area of Britain. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, but like, yeah, because like, just like, look at the scope of like, how many Omegaverse fakes have actually been sold, like for money? I d- mm. actually don't know. So what, it's 30 million and all of the books are like 99p. There are, there are more Bella Forest books than like entire genres consist of books. That's like true. <laughs> She has the range. <laughs> She's she got hundreds of people writing. <laughs> exactly, she has the range. <laughs> She's a real woman. Yeah, mm. and a girl um, boss at that. Yeah. yeah. Every time I read one of Carlo's uh, updates, I do keep thinking, "Damn, this this can't be like written by the same person who wrote Bella Forest's beautiful prose." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's just got such a way with words. Like mm. in the gender games when she talks about woman slaughter. Like like Connor <laughs> could never have come up with that. I know woman he claims slaughter. to have, but we no, got to read the gender game. We th- th- that's like a like a uh guillotine. Not how, what's the word for that? Like a knife hanging over our head, I guess. Sword of Damocles. Sword of Damocles. The Sword of Damocles. There we go. I think it's going to be a good goal for after we finish Heartspell. We I take a bit so. of a writing break. We read the gender game. We read the gender game. We do like five more episodes of Faithful Fridays and then we can start Dark, uh, dark Spell. Yeah. Anyway. There might, there might, there might be a, 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 secret, a secret treat coming up as well, possibly. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I love treats. Extreme, okay. Maybe. Excited yes. to be disappointed. <laughs> yes, I love to be disappointed. It's one of my favorite things. Anyway. I woke up this morning, got myself a gun. Mom always said I'd be the chosen one. One in a million, I believe I'm gonna burn to shine. I was born under a bad sign.
Welcome to Heart Spell and Model Incantations, the the series where we write a book for your entertainment and um, for your erotic enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Maybe in this chapter, I'm excited. We we're, um, this is the book where that we are writing and making the world like actively worse by it. Um, <laughs> yeah, they do do that. I um see. Here's the thing. Every time this is Hotspell's been getting a lot of attention recently, mostly from our friends, but like <laughs> it I I cannot stress how much it really truly warms my heart um when people compliment the book or our individual chapters. Like it yeah. it genuinely is the kind of thing that makes me smile for weeks. Um mm. which is the real heart spell is the friends we made along the <laughs> way. Oh my god. <laughs> the lives we ruined along the way (laughs) i just it's like waiting for everyone to get to the iceland chapters when they completely flip out because it's just (laughs) so insane and it's just like a run of like insane chapters um it's very good um yeah Yeah, i'm excited for when the free feed is gonna get to like the more insane chapters like yeah um if you're listening to this and you're one of our patrons then hello and we love you if you're money. on the, the free feed, then hi, you're all right. Um, yeah, I was going to say the the, act, the the actual real heart spell is all the cash money we're making from this. <laughs> it's so right. much cash money. It's a lot of money. It's so much that I don't even need to do my full-time job, but I do it because I love customer <laughs> service and have a passion for it. Yeah, um, it's the love of the game. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. You got it. You like being abused over the phone, and you can't afford to pay. I mean, we're getting money from this, but you can't afford to pay someone I to like to dom you. At, I love to be yelled at by a turfs and b the Irish. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, it's a long story, but the, <laughs> let it be known that I I love the job that I am currently doing. Um, Do you love anyway, the glorious I, Republic of Ireland? Yes, I do. Uh, what was I going to say? Or possibly the North, I don't know. Oh what, yeah, what I was going to say, let's introduce ourselves just in case. I'm Chaz, hello. I'm Robin, hi. I'm Janosch. I'm George, uh, I'm holding two knives. I didn't write any of this and I <laughs> haven't read any, any of it because I think it's more fun if I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well see, now you've only missed like one chapter since the last one you read with us, so... Yeah, well, that was a very normal chapter. <laughs> um, the, yeah, the, the Pope spontaneously combusted in the last chapter. So Damn. that's well, all you really need to know. Yeah, and there's a character who is described as um, looking just like Jude Law. And he's a mm-hmm. cardinal, and many people are saying he's the new, he's uh, uh, most likely candidate to be the next pope. But he's also many, young. Yeah, and many people are also saying he's very sexy. He's very sexy. Maybe. Yeah. The sexy pope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Anyway, this week I've written a chapter, chapter uh, eighteen. I am um, once again distressed I... how much you have an entirely different font than uh, my chapter <laughs> was in, and also like different. Um, <coughs> line breaks or whatever yeah i don't i don't mean to be like a dick about it but like mine's in actual book format so <laughs> uh <laughs> because books um, have like no book is formatted like this where where it's not like in block format but in um uh left what's it called <laughs> i mean i try and write all of mine in block format because i hate how left yeah, aligned things look so 
But n- wow. no book. I have I have two books on my desk right now. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, You've read two books, and you'll see that I'm right. None of them have line formatting. So this, I think yeah, you're all looks, really sad. This looks exactly. <laughs> I'm looking at this page, and I am looking at my copy of Storm of Swords, and it looks exactly the same. So. Yeah, Wait, same font. Do you know what's not? Do you know what's not cool? Uh, what? Is arguing about font formatting. Uh, George, George, this right. is part of the this is part of the thing because it's you know important cool? part Never of writing the book anything. experience. Um, <laughs> anyway, I was going to say like that not my worry. Able to read. <laughs> my worry with this chapter was that I haven't I haven't really written a chapter of heart spell so much as I've just written a young adult novel chapter. <laughs> I mean, we gotta we have to like get in the normal bit somehow. Like, I mm. think this is especially for you you always have the job of we have the janos chapter and then you kind of have to tonal shift rein it back in a little bit um and put in some themes and then Mm. it goes to me and (laughs) i'll do something else i don't know similar i love the themes that chaz puts in such as um, finger gore gore, (laughs) or uh or fucking gamers being chewed alive gore yeah, Chaz likes themes. gore. Gore is a good theme. This is when when people are saying the uh, themes are so for eighth grade book reports is because like this is exactly what we are writing our book reports about. Mm-hmm. There is no, there's no gore in this chapter because it didn't really make sense in a story sense. Um, oh. But that good. is a lot of exposition. So good, I'm <laughs> I really excited. Yeah. We haven't had exposition in a while. Um, I, I yeah. think what this book really misses is to add like more background information. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's um it's exposition and you know some some romance some some romantic moments. Ooh. Um, I, I think we should include an economic system in like extra textual sources that has <laughs> yeah. no bearing on the world that you've created. Yeah. I mean, maybe I will. Maybe I'll write some appendices that have like really pointless information that no one likes. And just yeah, I want to. I want to write stuff. a spin-off book about Cressida from yeah. chapter one. Oh my god! I How can forgot you? And she's definitely Cressida. gonna fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we made a joke about how she's definitely gonna die, but she still hasn't. So like, I don't this know. Is, yeah. Well, maybe she she's just does fine. share a name with the Metropolitan Police Commissioner, so maybe that's um, true. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, even Jenna is still alive, so. That's true. I'm really keen to get into this chapter. Okay. Yeah, let's. Mm. We've been dicking around enough, as much (laughs) as I love just joshing about with you guys. um, Just palling around. (laughs) Just shooting the shit. (laughs) I think it's time to read chapter 18. Axine. Wow, this this book is now um, it's old enough to drink in Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not in America. Not in America. It depends on the state. Not in America. I will say this book is now also over 50,000 words, which means we've beaten the NaNoWriMo goal, which means Hell we are yeah. officially longer than, I don't know, fucking Piranesi. <laughs> we've officially, officially written a book. We've officially yeah. written more than a short book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if we end here we have one book, book. yeah you know <laughs> 53,000 words that's like pretty long I think that's pretty yeah. impressive I yeah. think so I've never even written 10 
That was like <laughs> ten. I yeah, ten. I remember your dissertation. Okay. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> um, okay, let let's do this. Let's do this. Chapter eighteen. Should I start? Uh, yes, yes, it's your chapter. Okay. And then I'm gonna. Go. <clears throat> the vampire running towards me was going fast. His pointed teeth bared in a savage snarl. His fingers outstretched and sharp nails taking on the impression of curled claws as they sliced at the air where my face had been only seconds prior. I ducked and rolled, remembering the words Ed and L had told me in training: "If a vampire can catch you, it will kill you. But first, it must catch you." I flipped up onto my feet at the end of the roll, and the vamp was suddenly behind me, his arms wrapped round my neck, his mouth on the bump at the top of my spine. I pushed backwards with the displacement spell, a wave of solid air knocking him onto his back and skidding him across the wooden floor. I said another quick spell, and the iron tip of my shoe transformed into a long iron spike <laughs> that I kicked out towards his exposed chest, my own chest heaving with exhaustion. Just as the tip was about to penetrate, he reached out and caught my ankle, flipping me over and throwing me onto my front, where I lay, winded. All too aware of the danger, I scrambled onto my hands and knees, pushing up with aching arms before my ankle was grabbed again and I was pulled backwards. I collapsed again onto my face, smacking my forehead with a resounding thump. I sent another displacement spell, aimed low this time, and heard a similar heavy thump as a body hit the floor. I rolled over onto my front, watching the monster warily as he almost levitated to his feet, and then sprung all at once, leaping onto me with mouth open and pressed against my neck. And you're dead, said Marco, his voice low in my ear. Ooh. I just smirked at him. <laughs> Looked down, he did, and saw the metal spike I had pressed over his heart. Ooh. Ooh. I molded it out of my bracelet while you were jumping all over the place. If you were to kill me, you'd be dead as well. And what a waste that would be. I heard a smile in his voice suddenly became very aware of how our bodies were pressed together on the floor of the function room. <laughs> the cool <laughs> weight of him. What? The cool weight of him. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He's a cold weight on her because he's a vampire. He a vampire. Oh, I see. Yeah. I thought it was like cool as it's like uh, the vibes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool that you're so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you were going to do I said trying not to sound flustered I could feel your intentions couldn't you feel what I was going to do through the bond maybe said Marco I could feel his voice rumbling th through his chest maybe I just wanted to get you in this position his face was very close to mine now and his eyes dark at this distance, I could never have mistaken him for a, hu uh, for a human, his features too clear, too smooth and strange. I was struck, not for the first time, at his lack of breath. I would have felt it fanning my face by now had it been there. Hey, Juniper. His voice was very quiet. Can you feel my intentions now? Hey guys, how's training go Oh. <laughs> Luke stood in the doorway with a bucket of KFC chicken poppers. His eyes narrowed. <laughs> Panicked, I pushed Marco off me and stood up, brushing myself down. <laughs> Nearly got me this time. Haha, -ha, I said brusquely. <laughs> but I think my technique is improving. Yes, said Marco in a moment. <laughs> His body angled away from us in a way that was very casual. <laughs> but next time, I think I'll get you. 
That will be the real test of your technique. I winced internally and shot a, Luke at, a look at Luke. He hadn't moved from the doorway and was still squinting at us, a curious expression on his face. He'd been, re- from re- he'd been released from hospital that morning, sweaty and codeine filled. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a slight sway to his pose. The hint of the opiate still running through his Irish face. <laughs> I noticed before in the hospital, your auras. I thought I was just confused. He shook his head. Never mind. I'll figure it out. He gave us one last look before turning to leave, passing Tanya and Horace in the corridor. He gave them a sharp nod, and Tanya nodded back before joining us in the rented hotel ballroom. I'm concerned about that boy, said Tanya, <laughs> kicking off her shoes and stretching. He has not been normal since we left TanyaCon. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been normal since birth, muttered Marco, looking less oh flustered than he had a few moments ago. I shot him a look. That's not nice. I think he's just recovering from finding out about the... You know. I looked at Horace out of the corner of my eye. That thing that happened. It's fine. I jumped at Horace's growled words, unused as I was to hearing his voice. You're allowed to talk about it. I think I'll be fine. Oh. I looked at him. There was a healthy tint to his skin, and his eyes looked more awake than I'd ever seen them. I don't want to upset you, is all. I'm fine, Haley. Thank you. He stalked over to the other side of the ballroom and <laughs> began to do push-ups, the taut muscles of his arms sliding over each other with practiced ease. Tanya watched him with her mouth turned up at the corners, her eyes warm. He's a lot healthier since he's been getting regular flesh, said Amelie's voice behind us. I jumped again, not having heard her come in. Of course, said Marco, nodding. Potency. Amelie nodded at him, smiling. Can you... <laughs> Can you exposit? <laughs> yeah. Conversation <Can> choice. <laughs> Can you explain a bit more about potency? I said to Amelie, slightly embarrassed to be asking for someone for information, but aware of her high level of academic knowledge. I know that it works, but I don't really know, like, how. Of course, said Amelie, bouncing with excitement. <laughs> I would love to explain to you, ma chérie. She raised a finger. Our magic is a form of potency, that is, energy. Potency exists in both a physical and metaphysical state, which is to say, potency can cross states. Uh, I said, lost already. Uh, what I mean is, matter has potency, but so does intention. Emotions. Emotions can cause potent energy. You know that for difficult magic we require a potent object. I touched the shield. I touched the shield tip of my finger with my thumb, feeling the hardened edges. Yeah, I'm familiar with the potent object. I show you my potent ob. Shut up! I'm listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> well. Intention forms a part of their power. That's why a dead man's finger has potency, but an hanged man's finger, well, that is the potency of the flesh, but also the emotions of the man. (laughs) The emotions of the crowd. (laughs) The the contextual potency of the object. You understand, oui? I nodded, and she gave me a smile. The first portal, I I used part of my own finger. Yes, I heard about that. Very impressive, my, my love. (laughs) 
which is also a fine example of immediate intentional pertinences. <laughs> and using the potent objects, your own emotions can also add potency almost, <laughs> almost out of your control. Your pain, your fear, or grief even. This young man, hanged man with a loved one. Of course. <laughs> These spells require so much of the energy. And so, with werewolves and vampires, how does that work? <laughs> I asked. Well, the witch channels the magic. It comes from the mind and leads through the nerves. And through the nerves. It is mostly intentional and passes through, not one with the flesh. The vampire, the werewolf, their potential is physical. It is part of their flesh. They take in the potency of others and it becomes one with their cells. They can't channel it. <laughs> and also are unable to dispense themselves from the very specific circumstance. <laughs> but when it is in the flesh, it is reactive. It is their physical self. She looked dreamy for a minute, smiling faintly. She looked so happy I could always forget that she was part of a wedge terrorist group. <laughs> In many ways, they are closer to the truth of magic than any of us witches. Wait. Specific circumstances, you say? That vampires or werewolves can do spells? Well, they have intention, they just can't channel it all. If they're part of a circle, say, they can use a witch as a sort of magic wand <laughs> to cast the spell. I could see Marco shifting uncomfortably at the corner of my eye, and I gave him a sweet smile. Is there a spell that could let... I don't know a vampire permanently be able to cast spells? Maybe by stealing the ability from a witch? I asked innocently. <laughs> no. Amelie looks serious. Some witches will sell spells or trinkets to vampires and werewolves, claiming they do what you are describing. But these witches are con artists. It is a matter of biology. Any vampire did that would be acting very foolishly. <laughs> Interesting, I said, <laughs> enjoying the wave of shame I felt that didn't originate in my own head. I don't know why they would want that anyway, said Amelie enthusiastically. The vampires of Airwolf have magic in their very flesh. They are far stronger, <laughs> faster, more potent. They are cursed, yes, but they are blessed. Marco nodded, smiling. Ah, the Solomon story. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so obviously that is most likely a metaphorical interpretation based on a biological phenomenon. That's the one with the baby? I tried to remember. I never paid much attention in Satanist Bible school, <laughs> unlike Luke, who always sat in rapt attention with his back straight and his hands clasped in religious fervour. <laughs> Amelie gestured to Marco. Would you like to tell it? Marco laced his fingers behind his head and stretched, looking at the ceiling, before intoning in a sing-song voice that suggested memorization. Now two women came to Solomon the Witch and stood before him. One of them said... Pardon me, my lord, this woman and I live in the same house, and I had a baby while she was there with me. The third day after my child was born, this woman also had a baby. We were alone. There was no one in the house but the two of us. During the night, this woman's son died because she lay on him. So she got up in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while I, your servant, was asleep. She put him by her breast and put her dead son by my breast. The next morning, I got up to nurse my son. And he was dead. But when I looked at him closely in the morning light, I saw that it wasn't the son I had born. The other woman said, No, the living one is my son, the dead one is yours. But the first one insisted, No, the dead one is yours, the living one is mine. And so they argued before the witch. 
the witch Solomon said. This one says, my son is alive and your son is dead. While that one says, no, your son is dead and mine is alive. Then the king said, bring me a sword. So they brought a sword for the king. He then gave an order. Cut the living child in two and give half to one and half to the other. The woman whose son was alive was deeply moved out of love for her son and said to the king, please, my lord, give her the living baby. Don't kill him. But the other said, neither I nor you shall have him. Cut him in two. Then the king gave his ruling. Give the living baby to the first woman. Do not kill him. She is his mother. But the second woman was wroth, saying, What you have promised me will surely be done, for all the courts did hear what you said. Having said this, she grasped the sword from the witch Solomon with the potency of her rage and swiftly cut the baby into two parts. The first woman <laughs> fell to the ground weeping, but Solomon said, Look, the two parts yet live. And so they did. So the mother of the child, who was much moved, said, With the strength of my body and the power of my blood, I bid my child to live. And she took the sword and with it cut through her own neck. Falling near the baby, the witch Solomon was astonished to see that one half of the child began to absorb the blood of the mother, while the other half ate of her flesh. <laughs> and as they did so, they once again became whole, but two this time and much changed. The one that drank of the blood seemed thin and pale as the starved man, yet light as air, while the one that partook of the flesh was filled with a strange strength and covered in hair like a beast. How can this be? cried the second woman, who felt great guilt for her deed. The two babies noted her cry, and they fell upon her, one devouring her flesh and the other drinking of her blood. The court was horrified, and they said to the witch Solomon, Can beings such as these be suffered to live? Yet Solomon was wise, and said, that which has been given by our God cannot be taken away. These children will live on, blessed by the love of their mother that gave them life, and cursed for the evil by which they must live. And the court saw that this must be so, and the children's ancestors lived on, in th on thanks to Solomon's ruling. Amelie clapped her hands back together. Well, perfect. Very <laughs> <laughs> impressive, mon monsieur Cruz. Marco rubbed the back of his head, embarrassed. Well, yeah, well, vampire is <laughs> What accent is this? Oh. <laughs> you got to do the Spanish. I can't, I can't do Spanish. I, I, can't, I can't juggle yeah, well, this. Vampire is had a lot of store by knowing stuff like that. It's part of the pedigree, you know. You do care about it, though. I could feel it. I suppose so. Didn't think of you as being religious. I'm not really. I guess I just like the idea that we were created because someone loved us too much. It's a strange sort of mercy. Oh, stop feeling sorry for me. I'm not, I'm, I'm not. You are, I can feel it. I'm trying not to, sorry. Forget I said anything. Do you want to hear about the potency of my flesh? <laughs> <laughs> so do you think vampires and werewolves are connected like that? I asked Emily quickly. Brothers or whatever? I think it is likely they have a common ancestor, said Amelie. A distant offshoot of witches who could metabolize potency in some way, which then split into two different species at some evolutionary juncture. <laughs> I remember, I believe that is what the Solomon story is referencing. Although it could just be because they have a similar relationship to magic. 
I put my hands in my pockets and leaned back, trying to get it all straight in my head. And the demon world? A reflection of ours. A manifestation of potency reflected in an extra... Uh, <laughs> a manifestation of potency reflected into an extra-dimensional state. She saw my blank expression and laughed. <laughs> Do not worry if you don't understand it. This is eye-level stuff. All you need to know is it's like the shadow the magic in our world casts, but as an alternate dimension. So when you build up enough magic, it puts a sort of hole between the worlds, which is the portals. That's not really how shadows work, I said, <laughs> deflecting from my flatlining brain. <laughs> Look, it's simple, said Marco, instantly evaporating any of my current sympathy for him and turning him into my newest enemy. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ, Chad. Space and time is like a rubber sheet that covers our dimension. The magic we have causes indentations and shapes our side of the sheet which affects how it looks on the other side. If you put too much weight on the rubber, it will eventually tear and make a hole. I still didn't really get it, but I was reluctant to allow anyone else the opportunity to explain it to me. So the holes have happened before? Can they occur naturally? I asked. Sort of, but mostly by accident. Amelie made a face. If there's too many powerful witches working in a small area, then they can accidentally open a portal, as we learned in the <laughs> Then they can accidentally open a portal, as we learned in the Witches Trade Center incident. <laughs> I shuddered. I remembered all too well the terrible fallout of that particular screw-up. <laughs> then I guess we had better stop it this time. Exactly. <laughs> We'd been tapping our foot impatiently through most of this. Somewhat rudely, in my opinion. So let us get back into... <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> Let us get back to training rather than trying to make Haley understand simple quantum metaphysics. <laughs> I shot her at her look, which she ignored. Everyone went to their corners of the room to start training, but before I did so, I stopped um, Amelie to ask one more question. So all this different species stuff, can they, like, breed? <laughs> like, can werewolves and vampires have kids, or, like, vampires and witches? I shuffled my feet, <laughs> trying to sound casual. Well, it is not strictly allowed by the witch council, said Amelie, looking at me curiously. But it is not completely unheard of. Uh, they are normally infertile, <laughs> of course, and their abilities are variable. <laughs> it is theoretically possible to end up a werewolf or a vampire that can channel magic, but it is more common, I think, just to end up with a witch. That cannot channel magic properly, or even a werewolf that starves to death <laughs> because it is too rich like to digest flesh properly. Why? No, no reason, I said. <laughs> and I ran to the corner of my co ran to my corner to practice closing spells. <laughs> I was exhausted by the time we left the training room for dinner, wrung out and drained. Tanya and Amelie seemed similarly tired, while Horace and Marco seemed positively chipper by comparison. Potency, 
I thought wonderingly, imagining their cells dividing and replicating the magic nestled inside of them. To my surprise, I sort of began to understand Amelie's excitement about it. There was something beautiful about something like that, existing in nature with no intervention or god, but by the magic of natural selection. <laughs> Knowing that made me feel almost euphoric. <laughs> A vampire killed your parents, I reminded myself. You're supposed to hate them. Yes, I argued back. And a witch very recently tried to kill me. Perhaps I should start seeing people as individuals with a relationship to me outside of their species. <laughs> I know one vampire you'd like to have a relationship to you. I'm shit back. And I smack myself at the forehead. Are you alright? Said Marco, falling into step next to me on the way to the hotel restaurant. Sounds very noisy in there all of a sudden. Yes, I said tiredly. I've sort of had an emotionally fraught couple of weeks. Understandable, he said, and smiled at me warmly. I suddenly felt like I was about to have a panic attack. Whoa, whoa, you good there? He put his hand on my back and I took a deep breath, trying to stay calm. I'm fine, I'll figure it out, stop worrying. When we got to the dining room, it was empty, except for Luke, <laughs> who was sitting at a table alone with his hands steepled. He looked pale, but also full of energy, his face full of a sort of mania. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately felt a lump of dread settle in my chest My friends, my friends <laughs> Come, sit down with me, come on He was bouncing his knees up and down And I couldn't help but notice that he wasn't wearing shoes <laughs> Barefoot is legal <laughs> Me and Michael wearily slid into the chairs opposite him We have so much to catch up on, don't we? You have so much to tell me, I'm sure how are you? How was training? What lies are you keeping from me? <laughs> With the last sentence he had stilled. His face a pale rictus of rage. Look, I don't know. No, no, no don't tell no. me. He was sweating now, his eyes red bulging. His red eyes bulging. Why tell Luke anything, the person I grew up with who can barely cast a spell? Why let him know that the wolf in our team just murdered someone we know? Why let him know that there's a horror show freak version of him running around? That's not a Luke needs to know piece of information, right? Right? I I'm sorry that we... Don't interrupt me! You know, I thought that I was going crazy. Or, I don't know, that I lost the ability to do the only magic that I'm able to do become even more useless. But... I didn't, didn't I? You know? He was suddenly conversational, jovial. I've been doing reading. <laughs> even people who are very close. Known each other for years. Even they don't have auras the same color. It's about the inherent color of the mind, see? Everyone is different, especially, 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 Haley. if one of them is a fucking different species. <laughs> <laughs> we sat in frozen silence for a minute as Luke's words hung in the air and he looked at us. Eventually he sighed and cut, a, cut into the fish on his plate. No steak in this country, but I'd give her a really rare steak. You know, I've actually been dreaming about it. When I'm not dreaming about Scorpio massaging me. I felt Marco's sudden shock through the bond, but I urged him not to say anything. I'd never seen Luke like this before. It was like being savaged by a tortoise. Anyway, I did a bit more digging, and you, you know there is a precedent? A mind bond, it's called... Uh, <laughs> Heart spell. <laughs> Powerful spell that connects the minds. Bish, bash, bosh, the aura is the same colour. And at first I was like, no, 
that can't be it. But then I remembered all the times recently when you've both sort of stared into a space for a while in the middle of conversation. <laughs> Maybe they're just being dozy, I thought. <laughs> Imagine a dozy vampire. He shoved some fish into his mouth, barely chewing as he kept talking. But you know, it's never been done with a vampire and a witch before. A connection across those two minds. It would have to be incredibly potent. Where would you even get that much power? It would be destructive, too. Probably put you both out of action for a few days. And then he put his fork down. Then I remember the Paris portal. Something happened to, to you. Something happened to put you both out of action. But it didn't seem to be demon-related. And there was a huge amount of magic just floating around in the air. That, that would be enough, wouldn't it? So, my question is, to my surprise, he had turned to me, his face filled with an awful anger. Why would you do something like that, Haley? Did my dad tell you to do it? <laughs> is this another of his secret operations that he's always doing, that he's always talking on the phone to people about? Is it another thing he's keeping from me? No, Luke, listen, it wasn't like that. I, I did it. <laughs> Said Marco. No. I did the spell. <laughs> I did it, said Marco. I did the spell. I looked at him aghast. If Luke told Uncle Dominic what Marco had done, he'd be arrested for sure. Yet his face was calm, resolute. You... Luke stared at him, unable to speak for the first time since we'd entered the restaurant. Are you... a vampire spy or something? <laughs> I, I used the power in the circle. I didn't know what the spell did. I thought it was... something else. I'm sorry we didn't tell you. Marco sat back in his chair, arms folded. It was an accident. We didn't want anyone to get the wrong idea. Well, the right idea. Great deflection there. Shh. Luke still seemed kind of shell-shocked, staring down at his half-eaten fish. <laughs> an accident. Right. Then may I ask, have either of you even tried to break the spell? I felt like my heart had stopped. We hadn't. We hadn't even really considered it since that first day. We should have been reading, researching, experimenting, trying to find a cure for the disease we'd given ourselves. But we just hadn't. Like any thought or discussion, we had simply concluded this was our new normal and had done nothing to fight it. Luke must have read this in my face, because he said conversationally, I think it's sick, you know. It's disgusting. You know that unless the people involved are emotionally close, the spell begins to destroy their minds. It's extremely dangerous. Yeah, you both seem absolutely fine. Isn't that interesting? He stood up from the table. Excuse me. I suddenly don't feel like eating anymore. I'm going to my room now. And he walked towards the exit, and I called out to him. Wait, Luke, please don't tell Uncle Dominic. I don't know what he'd do. Please, Luke. I tried not to sound pleading. He stopped. I didn't turn around. I can't. He's gone. I have no way to get in contact with him. I guess he didn't think it was worth telling me. He paused. But if I could, I would ask him to put a stake straight through your vamp boyfriend. <laughs> and with that, he left. Me and Marco sat in silence for a long time. I felt like my brain was skipping over itself trying to make sense of everything. My exhaustion from training making it even harder. Um, I said, finally. So, Marco said at about the same time. You go, I said, not even sure what I was going to say anyway. Uh, this restaurant experience is pretty ruined for me now, so how about we go somewhere else for dinner? Somewhere in town? Somewhere nice? Are you... I said unsteadily. Are you asking me out on a date? If anything else surprising happened, I was going to have a complete <laughs> mental breakdown. <laughs> sure, he said. We're already mentally connected and so we're fine, which apparently means something. And we get on and you're obviously attracted to me. Hey! 
I interjected. I can literally feel your emotions and I can hear your heartbeat. Who cares? You're into it. I'm not opposed. We will both probably be killed sometime in the new future. What's the point in dancing around it? Do you want to go on a date with me tonight, Haley Juniper? I... I stopped. He was right. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Um, let me go and get changed first. Excellent, he said, standing up, and I felt a sweeping sense of anticipatory happiness sweep through the bond. I found myself smiling and unable to stop, incredibly bizarre, considering all that had just happened. I mentally shuffled through my outfits, trying to think of something appropriate. Maybe Kaylee could help me figure something out? The day might have ended with that. A nice date between two humans. <laughs> <laughs> between two humanoid people who liked each other but outside the restaurant was Tanya her expression was filled with terror I've been looking for you two all over <laughs> the next portal is opening it's the biggest yet thanks Tanya great news said Marco <laughs> rain check on that date he said to me looking resigned Marco I looked at his face despairing after the confusion of the day, I had felt more than ready to go all in. Full vampophile mode. <laughs> I hate you, Jess. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Full vampophile mode. <laughs> Would I feel the same after another week, another month? Iceland had felt like one long nightmare that I couldn't quite wake up from. As soon as I was able to think clearly, would I regret allowing his undead advances? <laughs> was Luke right about him, about vampires? He raised his eyebrow at me slightly, and I thought about him memorizing the Solomon story, child Marco longing to be loved enough to be given a mother's blood, to be blessed. I made a decision. As soon as we... As soon as we closed... <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we close this next portal, we're going on that date. I said firmly. You can consider that a promise. <laughs> I turned to Tanya. <laughs> Where to this time? <laughs> New York? Sydney? <laughs> Africa? <laughs> no. She said, looking down. Nothing quite so simple. It's opening. Inside the Roman Vatican. Dun, 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Where's the portal opening next? The entire continent of Africa? <laughs> no. <laughs> the next Very time we meet, I'm going to tell you about your mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing she spe so specified that it's in the Roman Vatican, because they might have gone to the other Vaticans by accident. Exactly. Well, George, this is a running joke about the Roman Vatican, yeah. which you would know if you were, uh, if you were regular. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in last chapter, there was a bit where, like... Uh, Haley was thinking, Vatican? Oh, Rome, I had to remind myself. <laughs> <laughs> She's very smart. She's great. Uh, this God. is a really fucking great chapter. I like, I, really well done. Really yeah. well done. <laughs> yeah, you really outdid yourself. Well, well written dialogue. Yeah. Thank you. I love uh, the training scene at the beginning, genuinely pretty sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like two main characters trying to kill each other. Uh, it left it left me cold. <laughs> hey. Well, that's what it's supposed to do because he's a vampire. Yeah, that was the um, joke. I know. <laughs> oh, the whole Luke 
the whole every bit that Luke, Luke is in in this is fantastic. Luke I know, going I was like, sicko it's time mode. for crazy Luke moments. Luke went Luke off and he's right to do so. Honestly, yeah. the way he's been Luke. treated by us, among others. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty mean. God, oh, I'm like is... I. If you think about it, with the heart spell, um, if Luke and Tanya were to like form a relationship and have sex. Uh, Marco would oh yeah Haley. If, if they were to form a relationship and sleep with each other um, Marco would would essentially be like watching through in the closet he, he would be <laughs> the wife's boyfriend in the mental closet yeah. uh, like forever the, mm. the emotional slash psychological psychic closet that's the one yeah psychically mm. cucked interesting exactly that's what I I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about what if like one of them jacks off to the other one. I've been I, th- I think about that mm. constantly. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think it's best to just that. avoid Thank the topic you. entirely because there's no good answer to that. I think the the good answer is that yes, they absolutely do. It's like mutual masturbation down a heart spell bond is what mm. I'm picturing. It's up, it's up to you, the listener, um, yeah. to write the fan fiction about that. You know? No, but yeah. like the, the way I've been handling this this kind of shit is um, like not even just like the jacking off thing, but like just in general, <laughs> the way I've been handling the, <laughs> the way I've been handling jacking off like in real life. No, the way I've been handling like the, the heart spell was to just like ignore it when convenient because... <laughs> Because it's a better forest mm-hmm. book. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. I mean, that's also what I've been doing. So, it's yeah. <laughs> do they have much uh, jacking off in the better forest books? Shockingly, no. No, no better forest strange. books are extremely PG. Like in 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 Dark Light, there's a ton of scenes where it's like I blushed just at the thought of touching his chest. And apparently, like mm-hmm. Dark Light is apparently like up to book nine, and people are like really impatient how the romance between like the how the main ro- romance hasn't developed further than oh i can't stop thinking about what it would be like to kiss him but if they kiss in dark light then she like has a stroke yeah exactly like, canonically it gives her like a lot of pain yeah so. that's a good <laughs> way to write yourself out of having to write like uh physical romance scenes i mean Maybe. that's yeah. like the twilight thing until book four uh-huh. that's partly because it's mormon but it, it's very much that like oh if you kiss it's a sin <laughs> Yeah. Well, they're like, like teens in that. Whereas in Dark Light, she's like twenty-five, so they needed an excuse to make it. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess. I guess we can come up with our own twist for that. I think that would be fun. Yeah. What? It's weird that the Bella Forest books are so PG because judging by the uh, the the Facebook commenters, at least, they seem to be largely women between the age of like thirty-five and yeah. twenty-five. Yeah. Who? Uh, I believe probably had sex, most of them. Yeah, but they're like <laughs> they're like romances yeah. of that kind, right? They're not like erotica. They, yeah, they don't want to read about erotica. it. I won't admit it at least. Yeah, well, no, you can buy, well, they, buy better erotica. <laughs> but like they, if they wanted to bu- read erotica, they could just get it. Like the the stuff with the Bella Forest thing is a lot more about like escapism and dating a yeah. vampire who's like into you rather than your like shitty husband who probably is a military guy <laughs> I mean they have erotic scenes in Shade right yeah. like in Shade she's like oh we slept next to each other and it was great and maybe erotic I don't know it's so weird in that because they're like 
because they're like part of his weird harem sex slave thing shade shade is a book i would Mm. find it impossible to interpret romantically when the main character is there like ordinarily i would have sexually assaulted her but she was special but she said she said the magic words to me and so i so i was like damn i moved she said something out of context and i was like ah fuck she was like, I'm not a tuppany whore. You must do that in an alley, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is feminism. Yeah, that is yeah. feminism. Yeah. Um, did, did you like the, uh, the witch's trade center? <laughs> yeah. Chaz, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we actually made it. We, we were like, no, there's no way we're going to make it canon. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Listen, it could be something else. You don't know. Yeah, I mean, to be, to be fair, I think we should just leave it at that and everyone will be like, well, that's kind of weird that that's in there. But um, And then we never bring it up again. So no one can ever accuse us of making light of the tragedy that is 9-11. Oh, yeah. And the events that it inspired. another incident at a World mm. Trade Center. <laughs> well, yeah. the famous, it is. like, bad incidents at other trade centers. Yeah, mm. the Witch Trade Center. Hmm. Yes. The World Trade Center, which is totally not inside the World Trade Center. <laughs> it's in the basement. <laughs> yeah, don't worry <laughs> about it. But this is the same like plausible deniability as like modifying a sniper rifle to look like it was in like from Minecraft <laughs> and then shooting someone with it. <laughs> we didn't actually do 9/11 though, so it's different. Yeah. That's um, true. Yeah. Um uh, Luke Sycamore. There's a. Um, oh, it's just a. I love the Solomon story. Like on it's very good. it's really good. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Half of it's the actual from the Bible. Yeah, but I haven't then, read um, the Bible, so I was just like, "Wow, this is good storytelling." <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yeah, I should get into religion. Like, the first half's like the actual Bible story, and then obviously it ends with him just like being like this is your baby but in this one you know it's, it's an extended version <laughs> yeah we haven't done enough crimes against <laughs> christianity so it's fine it's like yeah. the yeah. ajj song the bible too yeah. this is the second yeah. version of the bible where you get yeah. the cool extra and story I mean, like, about werewolves to be fair we're doing this crime against all abrahamic religions at this point so we're, we're doing just a lot of crimes i think <laughs> against <laughs> just a lot of things i mean actually i suppose solomon i think solomon is yeah, Solomon. Solomon is important to all of the Abrahamic yeah. religions. So. Mm. Yeah. It's a good story. It is a good, good story. Yeah. There, um, there's a reason why it's like, a classic, I will say. The Bible. I do think that anyone being like, yeah, just kill the baby. I mean, that's not, that's not, no. <laughs> why would you say that? That's obviously suspicious. Obviously <laughs> this woman's dumb as shit. Um, <laughs> if I were in this story, I simply would have not asked for the baby to to die i would have been like don't cut the baby in half i would have simply um, made the then, correct decision. and then solomon would have been confused because both the women <laughs> didn't want to be cut in half i think it's extremely funny to have the entire exposition on um on how the magic system works delivered in incomprehensible french accents i think that's <laughs> <laughs> great well. work done by us Listen, if God. people want to know what we were saying, they can buy the book. Exactly. <laughs> I think next time I try simple. and do Marco, uh, I'm, I'm not going to try and do an extremely bad imitation of a Spanish accent. <laughs> I love that. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> fucking comes and in like c- Speedy Gonzalez. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Marco. <laughs> from Spain. <laughs> from Spain. <laughs> it sounds very noisy and they're all of a sudden... <laughs> 
We're gonna have you back for uh, for at least one of the Vatican chapters, so you can do an Italian accent too. Oh, mamma mia! I'm so excited. Uh, hey, oh, I'm have... the I'm the freaking Pope over here. <laughs> All the I Italians mean, think... just speak in like New Jersey Guido voices. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't say it canonically, but the like to me, um, the the young Pope is to me canonically like it might and it might come up, but he would also be like the first uh, Italian American Pope. Fuck yeah! Finally, some representation. <laughs> exactly. Finally, a, po- a finally a Pope that does not eat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very uh, sexy though. I hope you enjoyed that. I've, I'm foreshadowing some some Luke reveal. Oh, I love that. Yeah, love the foreshadowing. Really good foreshadowing um, for Luke. Um, I love him also talking about uh, Uncle Dominic. Never tells me about all the shady phone calls that he makes all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> like what, Sherry Uncle Dominic? Wait, so <laughs> I, Dominic. I don't know what's going to happen to Luke, but judging by what Tanya said about uh, like witches and vampires or witches and werewolves having kids uh, i think i know mm-hmm. i think i can guess mm-hmm. yeah so, so my, th- my thoughts here is that he's especially crazy because of the things he's been through but also he just isn't having like enough meat he's eating too much fish <laughs> so he's like really deficient and so he's like more crazy than normal God. Um, <laughs> is this is is pescatarianism canon in this well uh I mean, it's, it's just that he's in he's in Iceland, and there's famously no meat no. in Iceland. They haven't heard of it. So. Um, well, yeah, what no, if no steaks in Iceland? No, no steaks, steaks in Iceland. Iceland. No, just like sheep's yeah. heads boiled no. whole. No. Um, God, it's so delicious, though. Do you think it has to be red meat for a werewolf to feel normal? Like they eat Before chicken and it yeah. doesn't work, but duck does for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, because it got like the KFC. <laughs> I think it's the potency of the meat, so I think that is like Ow. because the animal doesn't feel emotions in the same way, it doesn't have the same potency for the world. Wow, we're gonna have Peter um, coming after our fucking asses for you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> if you can make the animal really scared, then it can feed the world. <laughs> like adrenochrome. Okay. <laughs> wow. Isn't, isn't it supposed to be the opposite of meat? You're supposed to treat the animals really well, so yeah. they're not scared. Yeah, but that's if you want tender meat rather than like emotional meat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what if the emotion is love? Uh, yeah, I guess that's probably potent. Can animals uh-huh. <laughs> feel love? How about Matt? What is love? Matt, um, well, just probably enjoy a bit of Matt. I'm you sure know, they would. Pig, pigs over. probably feel love. They're very intelligent. Yeah. 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 And then Germans eat them raw. <laughs> yeah, it's tasty though. <laughs> God, I, I was so tempted to get some meth today, but then I didn't because we uh, had enough other food at home. Honestly, I love how <laughs> I love how everyone yeah. knows more than Haley. <laughs> Every single she just person. Know anything? Even th- she, she was like. She was like reading that book, which was like talking about the potency of flesh and blood in like the first few chapters, and she was like, "Damn, I'm the only one in the world who knows this," and actually, she knows fucking nothing. <laughs> she says she's so clever. Like she wouldn't say that if she wasn't, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Tanya telling her to like just being really scornful, like, "Look, we can't stand here all day trying to teach Haley how to think." <laughs> <laughs> God, what a good character! I love. 
I love how much you made Haley into a wet sponge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but she's kind of like horrible, but like very dumb. She's like very dumb and kind of horrible to like people who she sees as like lesser to herself. Um, yeah. Which is my interpretation of Haley. So she's like, she's mean to Luke and she's kind of weird to Horace. Um, and she like she likes Marco now because he's like good at stuff. But like before she was like, I don't know. Um, but she's like, yeah, she doesn't like the fact that she's very dumb, but she is pretty dumb. Um, also, I think she's just having a bit of a mental episode in this chapter. She's gone. Yeah, she's she gone said it a, a few times. Recently. Yeah, she's having a toughie. What was Kaylee doing yeah. in this chapter? <laughs> On her she's phone. Just in her room. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna maybe have like a scene. Um, in between training and dinner where they just go upstairs and like have a chat but then I couldn't be bothered so I was like we're just gonna go straight to the Luke stuff because that's what I wanted to write yeah see this is making me think because when we were getting towards the end I was like oh my god I'm gonna get to write a date chapter that's so exciting and now I'm not (laughs) so (laughs) yeah now I have to write another oh we travel somewhere and but that's okay because then I can do some anti-italian stuff so yeah the next Mm. chapter can be them arriving in the Italian hotel yeah, I'm. I'm thinking that there's not going to be a lot of time. No. Um, between them arriving in, uh, Rome and the ball opening, because I think it's like very, you know, it's a sort of urgent thing, and they're going to get there, and it's going to yeah. open like very, very. Oh, no, yeah, honestly, then... honestly, I'm feeling pretty good at uh, heading into the climax of this book like pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was gonna say I feel like we could go a bit longer. Um, oh, really? No, I don't think it. I don't think it works for the pacing. I think it's gotta yeah. be now like this is the end. Everything, everything's been put in its place. You know, the pieces are set. Yeah, up. it's yeah. go go now it's go like time. The final, the final. This uh, is the end. The final <laughs> bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the climax. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's gonna be a big climax. So. <laughs> a big climax yeah, with a big like, hole. Yeah, yeah. There's cool. still like a new bits. pope think... uh, to be um, elected, conclaved. How is it called? <laughs> Chosen. Uh, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. As a as a faithful Catholic believer, yes. I'm sure there's not many climaxes in the Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> not when not when Kenny None. is the pope. No. Ooh, that's true. Actually. Mm-hmm. God, what a good show. I fucking love that show. I still haven't seen it. I should watch it. It's so good. It's completely bizarre. <laughs> God, maybe I'm... I will watch it. God, what the thing is, because we need... Because there's so much stuff I kind of want to happen in the Rome yeah. ch- chapters is the thing, because I want to have Pope shit. I want to have them get in the Pope-mobile. Or the Pope-mobile yeah, is there. I... High-speed You know, they can the do that like while the portal's opening. I think it's going to be a long... Um, section of the portal being open, yeah, because you know they got to. They're probably going to have to split up because you know they can't get past the barriers. Maybe they're going to try and break the barrier. Yeah. So like, well, yeah. so that's going to be their mission. And then meanwhile, Haley and the people who can get through it are trying to like close the portal. But then when they get in there, they discover like Uncle Dominic and the Pope or whatever, and they're like, oh shit! And they have a confrontation there, and then it's like they finally get the barrier down and then they all join up together to close the barrier and then they have to use Haley's life force to close the barrier and then she gets sucked through the portal. That's sort of how I see it. Yeah. Um, I feel like they need to close the barrier with the combined heart spell force of Marco yeah. and Haley. They have to join hands and do it together. Um, yeah. 
and then they can kiss maybe at the same time and it will it will like complete the circle or something mm. <laughs> but it like has to separate uh, yeah. them, right like yeah 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 they're never allowed to go on a date <laughs> no <laughs> it's, it's the tragedy yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this needs to be stretched out for like four more books until they. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's why it's gonna be so fucked up when she meets a demon boyfriend and it's like maybe I like this yeah. one better. And Marco's gonna spend God. his time on the other side, being like, "I miss Haley. She's the best, and I love her so much." <laughs> <laughs> um, for what reasons, it's unclear, but <laughs> <laughs> we have a great time when our brains are connected and we tell great jokes. They do well, to each other. They, they are teenagers, aren't they? Or like, yeah, they're in their early twenties. Well, actually, Marco, Marco's forty-five. Marco's forty-five. God, he's forty-five. But he's a vampire. How long so has he, he looks... been forty-five for? But he looks, yeah, exactly. He looks in his late twenties. Well, no, 20s. he looks twenty-five. So they're like, "How old? How long have you been twenty-five?" And he's like, "About twenty years." <laughs> 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 oh, I still think that's really funny. <laughs> oh, no. oh, come on, Marco's Gen X. You got to give him some Gen X things. He's got to talk about raves. Uh, oh yeah, I think if he's forty, he's, he's a really... millennial, isn't he? Oh, actually, it's yeah. like uh, Marco's trip. like. Have you watched Hamilton? <laughs> I think forty might be the oldest millennial. Yeah, now. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. We've established that he's been into like early internet memes. Mm. Oh, but how how early? Like by early. He likes troll face like... and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. that's like two thousand and eight or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's he, not he that would early. be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, but he, he would be like. He in was his in, 30s, in his twenties. So he'd be like, point, "This is the new thing." Yeah. yeah. I can, we can see if I, I'll start and pepper in some older stuff, but uh, I'm the I don't know what all, so. Gen Xs are into. Rent, I they guess. Like apparently, they that's like the Margaret, most important. Like Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Margaret <laughs> Raven. Actually, Mark. He loves that South Park humor. Yeah, they like South Park. Exactly, you're right. Mm. Um, they did, like... did you like Vampophile? <laughs> no. Uh, no really like that. God, fucking Marco Blue. does it. Vampophile was very bad. I hate that. Like a file. That's got to be that, one. Honestly, the fact that you put the word Vampophile in there actively makes me want them to get together less. <laughs> it's making me into a Vampophobe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh shit. Um, I'm just thinking Vampire about where we, where I can go from here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, hmm. I'll do something fucked up, probably. It'll be good. I love that. You can go to the Roman Vatican. They're gonna go to the Roman Vatican. Um, Luke's gonna be really racist, I think. Against yeah, Italians? he's gonna be in a bit of, like, a downturn. Like, I don't know if he's actually gonna betray them at the end, but he's not gonna be great, you know? Yeah. No. Or if he, he, like, maybe accidentally betrays them by telling Dominic something that he shouldn't yeah, have. Yeah, he goes to find him because he's like, I need to find my dad. And so he, mm. like, runs into the Vatican. Oh, and he and tells then... him about the bond. Yeah. And then, I don't know what that's going to do, but it's something bad. And then... Well, maybe maybe Dominic is, like, like knows that the bond can be used to close the portal or can, like, help. Mm. And he's like, Ooh. damn, now I've got to kill Haley, which I wasn't going to do originally, but yeah. well, now I'm going to do it. Chaz, you like, you like uh, shoehorned in um, scientific metaphors. <laughs> uh, how about the breaking of a bond releases a huge amount of energy? Ah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's very good. There you go. 
That's uh, very oh my bombs. god. Yeah. Yeah, you're that's, right. that I think that's canon. That's it yeah. just makes sense. I, d- I did think it was funny. Like, I read this as like a plot point. <laughs> but I did think it was very funny that neither of them have like tried anything to break the bond like <laughs> it, this whole time. Yeah. I was like fine with well, it. Because we had a lot else going on in the plot, That's true. to be honest. Like yeah. it w- yeah. we could have had some chapters about like, okay, let's discuss the bond, let's try and break it. And then Yanosh is like, No, we're gonna introduce Studipi. <laughs> <laughs> It's just what happens when there's an evil gamer around. (laughs) I think it's good. I just think it's a it's it says a lot about them as characters. You know, they've really like accepted this. But also, like Haley doesn't think. I was gonna finish the sentence, but she just doesn't (laughs) think. (laughs) True. Um, Like she she needs to she needs everything to be uh, to be told to her basically. So that's. I don't know if we're gonna do any. Maybe she's got. I think this is what, my what prediction. I think in book two, Haley is gonna get character development, but not before that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I've got I've got a suggestion. Yes, uh, which you know, obviously, probably I mean probably do ignore because this is largely a joke. But um, <laughs> yeah, definitely ignore um, <laughs> the way okay, the way that Luke. Like the way that Luke lets them down is he could be extremely racist about uh, werewolves um, and or vampires. Uh, and then he sees someone uh, like wearing one of those three wolf moon t-shirts and he has a panic attack and passes out <laughs> at a, like a crucial moment when they needed him. <laughs> I think... I think Luke should be racist against Italians and everyone is like really appalled by that. <laughs> well, they get genuinely upset. <laughs> Kaylee writes out call that post. Yeah. Like, Luke, he's... I, I can excuse being anti-werewolf and anti-vampire, but anti-Italian is too it's far. one step too far. God. Uh, this is a good book. It's pretty good. It's really good. I'm I'm so excited about when we get to publish this. I was looking at um, published stuff today, like um, how to get your book sorted so that you can have print order yeah. copies. So I'm going to do some more research into that this week. And then I'm just oh, really yes. excited about it. We're going to have to do a lot of formatting, I think, for the PDF <laughs> yeah. slash ebook mm-hmm. version. But yeah, that'll be fine. Or as they say in the Roman Vatican, formatino. E poco. Libro electronico. Speaking of formatting, um, and I don't know if you want to correct it because I'm fine with leaving it, but I'm not. Just, just a little note. Um, there's two different misspellings of Solomon. <laughs> this one. There, at one point, uh, it says Solomon. And then later it says Solomon without without the second O. I struggle with spelling. That's okay. Solomon. We all have Is flaws. It I think it's Solomon. Yeah, it's three O's. Solomon. Most of the time you, you write Solomon. it correctly. There's just like one that's Solomon. Mm. I think the way we pronounce it in British English, it doesn't help. Solomon. Yeah. Solomon. And like in, in German it's Zanomon. So there's what like a... No, 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 with an A in, uh, at the beginning, uh, 
instead of an O. Oh. What, like the 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 walking boot company? <laughs> I guess. I don't know what that is. No, in German, the, the, in German, the S at the beginning is just always pronounced as like a Z. So that's. Ah, uh, what else was I gonna say? Just such a good chapter. What were we talking about? I want to see Marco's potent object. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Whoa, Whoa mama! Yeah. It's, it's just like a book his mum gave him. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably going to be like something <laughs> extremely innocuous. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I also have to tell you guys, I've um, been doing something to do with Heartspell on the side that I'm not going to tell you about until it's finished. Oh, shit. And okay. you are not allowed to guess what it is out loud because I'm not going to tell you, but... Um, <laughs> You'll like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hope well, so. I, what if I don't? You will. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank, thank you, Roman. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so I just had to say that because it's been like, I can't tell any of you because it's going to be a surprise, but I'm really excited about it. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to stop talking now. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little tease. Uh, yeah. I'm very excited. One... I love to look forward to things. <laughs> One thought I had earlier is that, like, Haley being like this in this chapter kind of makes me not really be on board with Tanley anymore. Like, I think Tanya deserves better. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya deserves someone more interesting, like Amelie or Horace. Yeah. Who, by the way, yeah, ta- I love that he did just push ups, just like. Apropos of nothing, <laughs> I know they're training, but he was just like, "Okay, conversation's finished. Let me go and be sinewy in the corner." Yeah, yeah. Tanya and yeah, Emily just really works for me, um, and maybe it's because like they came up with it last chapter. But... <laughs> it's because I, mean, I can't do terrorist organization there. together, and it's an all-female terrorist organization. So I think that's kind yeah. of like you know. Uh, yeah, I mean that's ch- the, I, I was rule. <laughs> that was supposed to be like subtext that they're ex-girlfriends or whatever but you know oh. maybe there's still something going on you know, you know we always hear about subtext but what about <laughs> what about, about dom text? text am I right I guess you can't spell <laughs> subtext without butt sex uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> oh my god we just got a new five dollar patron oh for real oh hell yeah yeah it's someone named what? Terran Terran. T A R R E N. Terran. Hello. Someone from Terra. Welcome, Terran. Welcome. Welcome. Are, You'll be listening to this, so thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I can't, um, take, I thank can't you. wait until we make enough money on the Patreon so that people start cancelling us um, yeah. Yeah, without understanding <laughs> like, how much money Patreon fucking takes. <laughs> We've got twenty patrons now, which Holy is like two thirds of the way there. Damn, and that's all down to to the, our tactic of having me not on most of the bonus. <laughs> it, no, it's all thanks to Fateful Fridays. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's here for the Fateful Fridays. Um, well, people join up stuff. so they don't have to hear me so much. <laughs> that's so sad. No, for real though, people uh, are always pleased when you're on the bonuses. Yeah. 
They love it. <laughs> they they were they're loving like your accents last episode, and they're gonna love the ones on this one even more. I loved the ones on this one. I don't think I'm, I've ever heard you do that much French accent before. Yeah, really same. good. Really, really good. I mean, it, I've heard you do it before when you're like doing an Annie impression. Um, <laughs> so I thought it was very fun that it was what? like a similar a similar accent. <laughs> most of most of my friendships with French people. Uh, generally at some point involve me uh, getting too comfortable with them and then doing a, an extremely bad <laughs> French accent uh, which y- they're not usually not offended too much by but uh, I do apologise to everyone who's French <laughs> apart from the yeah. fact they are French you know so it's okay we apologise to the country of France but not but, to the country of Italy yeah. um. uh, <laughs> we don't apologise to Italy because <laughs> when we talk about Italians we're mostly just talking about people from New Jersey <laughs> <laughs> We're <laughs> not really Italian. <laughs> God. I, for the next chapter I write, anyway. which is like in two weeks, uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna actually watch The Sopranos and maybe a bit of the new Pope, so or the young yeah. Pope. So do some research. Really gonna do the research on that one. Gabagool. A lot of people are watching Gabagool. The Sopranos now, by the way. Like, and Sarah it's has weird. been posting about it uh, in good. HCAP. I. It is good. Is this because everyone said that? Toxic men watch the Sopranos, and now everyone's like, "That's me," and so everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Hadley Freeman. Yeah, no, I reinvigorating the Sopranos. Yeah, I literally did watch this because Hadley Freeman was like, "Fuck the Sopranos," and I'm like, "Well, despite you, mm. Hadley." <laughs> I think it's because Riley from Trash Future kept talking about how good it was. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I don't know. I just started watching it. I mean, it's been very well regarded for yeah. a long time. It, yes, but I, I mean, just it. never thought about it. Yeah, like yeah. The Wire. Yeah, but yeah. The, but The Wire hasn't gotten back into the, like, you know, because for a long time, like, The Wire and uh, The Sopranos have both been, like, regarded as the greatest of the Golden Age of television. Mm-hmm. But the... The pre-Golden Age. Yeah. Yeah, what like, the they're, like, early prime TV or early peak TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But The Wire hasn't gotten that renaissance as the sopranos has gotten recently and maybe it really is because of that headley tweet i don't know <laughs> i think i think the sopranos has actually aged better mm. um because i mean the sopranos has like a lot more uh, like truly uh, like sickening and objectionable obje- objectionable activity from characters in it mm. but like Never the show is good. extremely and very much condemning them. Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't treat it lightly. Like it, like season three has some. Like, I, I will warn people. Season three, I just like got halfway through. Some extremely nasty moments, like mm-hmm. r- really disturbing stuff. Yeah. Um. But like, I don't. They. I don't know. And there, but there is also like funny moments around them. But they never undercut the, the um. The, and they never like cheapen or disrespect the sort of seriousness of what's going on. I don't know. Yeah, it's that's a really good show. Yeah. Mm. So, so um, you know, if, if I will say, especially with season three, if there's, um, if you might be uh, uh, disturbed by certain topics, uh, maybe look up some warnings about it first, because there's some pretty shocking stuff. Mm. Yeah. Gabagool. Okay. Gabagool. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heartspell, um, whether or not you paid for it. Um, <laughs> if you did, that's pretty good. 
Um, and uh, I hope you're. I hope you're good. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this in the I'm future, I'm very, I hope very bad. You're still good. <laughs> have you been yeah. a bad boy? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I'll see you either on the main episode or in our next week's episode. And until then, big wheel keep, keep, keep on spinning. spinning. Big wheel keep on spinning. Lodge. Rotating object. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> Continue turning. Nice. Bye. Nightmares aren't real. If this is a love triangle, I'd rather be in the Bermuda one. <laughs> <laughs>